Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. In prayer, Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverbs 16, beginning in verse 1. The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. The Lord has made all for himself, yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. And by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than vast revenues without justice. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Divination is on the lips of the king. His mouth must not transgress in judgment. Honest weights and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are His work. It is an abomination for kings to commit wickedness, for a throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love Him who speaks what is right. As messengers of death is the king's wrath, but a wise man will appease it. In the light of the king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud of the latter rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He who keeps his way preserves his soul. Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He who heeds the word wisely will find good, and whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart will be called prudent, and sweetness of the lips increases learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it, but the correction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb sweetness to the soul, and health to the bones. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. 
The person who labors, labors for himself, for his hungry mouth drives him on. An ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. A violent man entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. He winks his eye to devise perverse things. He purses his lips and brings about evil. The silver-haired head is a crown of glory if it is found in the way of righteousness. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Friends, today we're going to take a closer look at verse 4. And Proverbs 16, verse 4, says this, The Lord has made all for himself, yes, even the wicked, for the day of doom. We will come back to that verse at the end of this podcast today. But right now we are going to continue our study in the book of Job. And today we will be taking a closer look at chapter 14 of Job. Let's begin with verse 1. Man who is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. He comes forth like a flower and fades away. He flees like a shadow and does not continue. And do you open your eyes on such a one and bring me to judgment with yourself? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? No one. Since his days are determined, the number of his months is with you. You have appointed his limits so that he cannot pass. Friends, point number one I'd like to make today is that God is omniscient. And the word omniscient means it is all-knowing. God knew us before we were even in our mother's womb. He has a plan for each and everyone listening to this podcast today. God knows all of the days of our life. Let's look at verse 6. Look away from him that he may rest, till like a hired man he finishes his day. For there is hope for a tree, if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its tender shoots will not cease. Though its root may grow old in the earth, and its stump may die in the ground, yet at the scent of water it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant. But man dies and is laid away. Indeed, he breathes his last, and where is he? As water disappears from the sea, and a river becomes parched and dries up, 
so man lies down and does not rise. Till the heavens are no more, they will not awake nor be aroused from their sleep. Friends, this is where I'm going to have to pause, and I need to talk about when Job was written in the Old Testament. Job acted out of integrity, and he had a relationship with God based on his limited knowledge. Keep in mind, Job did not have scripture to refer to. Job was written over a thousand years before Jesus came to earth. He did not know that Jesus would die for all of his sins. And when Jesus died, he rose from the grave on the third day. Job had no idea that that was going to happen. So as far as Job knew, when he physically died and breathed his last, he did not know that he could have eternal life. Friends, I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible, and I'd like to read the commentary for verse 14. And verse 14 says, If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my hard service I will wait till my change comes. Listen to the commentary. Job's question, if a man dies, shall he live again, is answered with an emphatic yes by Jesus and the New Testament authors. But Job responds to his own question by a determination to wait for his change to come. Since Job considers life hard, perhaps he is implying that he will wait for relief from his suffering through death to find out the answer. Listen carefully to verses 16 and 17. For now you number my steps, but do not watch over my sin. My transgression is sealed up in a bag, and you cover my iniquity. Friends, I want to read out of Psalm 103. And Psalm 103 is a wonderful psalm. Many of you are familiar with it, but I'm going to read just a few verses from Psalm 103. And it says, The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. As far as the East is from the West, So far has he removed our transgressions from us. Friends, point number three is that Jesus forgives us of all of our sins. Listen to 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. This is out of the ESV translation. If 
we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Friends, the Bible tells us that we are the righteousness of God, but it's not because of anything we did. It is because of everything that Jesus did when he died on that cross for us. Friends, before we close today's podcast, I'd like to go back to our verse of the day, Proverbs 16, verse 4. The Lord has made all for himself, yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. Friends, I'd like to close with the fact that God gives everyone a free choice. The most important decision that any of us can make while we are on this earth is to make the decision whether to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior and invite Him to come and dwell inside of us or to reject Jesus and That is what eternal life is. We have the choice to have eternal life and live with Jesus the rest of eternity. While we are on this earth, if we invite him into our hearts, he dwells and actually lives inside of us. He can help us make good decisions. Before Jesus died, he told us he would send us the Holy Spirit. And now the Holy Spirit also dwells on the inside of us. We have a conscience, and that conscience tells us whether we are going to do right or whether we're going to do wrong. And that is the Holy Spirit. It's like an unction inside of us. We know when we are going to do something that is wrong. We, are, we have a check in our spirit. We know. And friends, be careful when you have a check in your spirit. It's there for a reason. Be aware of the presence of God inside of you at all time. Friends, my call to action today is very simple. Are you in touch with God? Do you have that close relationship with Him? Have you made Jesus your Lord and Savior? And friends, now is the time. And if you've never taken that step, I'm going to ask that you repeat a prayer after me today. Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I confess that I am a sinner And I need to have my sins forgiven. I need your help. It's difficult living on earth these days without something that we can have to hang on to. And I need the faith that you would help bring to me and make my life meaningful, more rich, and important. Jesus, I invite you to come in. Lead me and guide me from this point forward. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Friends, my suggested scripture reading today is to reread our proverb of the day today, Proverbs 16, and also, if you get a chance, reread in its entirety the 14th chapter of Job. I did not read the last five or six verses, but if you read the entire chapter, you will get a feeling of the despondency that Job had. But let me remind you again, it is simply because he was not aware of Jesus. He almost looked forward to death, but he didn't know what was going to come after. Now we know that we can have eternal life. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we close out the week with wisdom today.